I do want us to just take a few moments to look at uh, this concept of peace as the Holy Spirit births it as fruit in our lives. Now, uh, just to take you back, in case you haven't been here, uh, when, when the Bible says that the Holy Spirit produces this fruit of peace, it's not the same as you trying to get peace. How many have ever tried to get peace? You know, the whole, I mean, the, the whole world is, is full of self-help books. It's like, okay, I just need some peace here. Okay, what do I got to do? I got to breathe. Oh, no, I got to, you know, I got to listen to some guru and he'll tell me how to breathe. It's like, oh, no, I got to, you know, I got I, I to, gotta, you know, get my, my vagal nerve chilled. Uh, it, I mean, there, there's so much stuff. I mean, I listen to, you know, all kinds of podcasts and, and you know, you got all these kind of things that try to get people chilled. And then we go back to the ancients. You will keep in perfect peace those who trust in you. This is like 4,000 years old. So what do I got to do? Those whose thoughts are fixed on you. It's like go back. Go back to the thing that will always keep our our mind at peace. However, as we said, uh, there are times when we're in the middle of it. Now, uh, just speaking of these disciples, uh, you, you guys probably know the story, and I'll just remind you of it because it, it, it's so illustrative of how life is, is that these guys, uh, they're just going to take a little trip. And the next thing you know, there's this violent storm. And I don't know about you, but I've been in some situations like physically where I thought I would die. Anybody been in a situation physically? I, 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 I've been in a couple. I, I, even a couple weeks ago, we flew uh, back east. And Jendi, she doesn't like to fly. She doesn't like the way that the plane bounces. There's something about that that she just does not like. And, and I'm like, babe, it is not my destiny to die in a plane accident or yours. And she's like, what? What do you mean it's not my destiny? So you can just relax. So she's grabbing my arm. You know, I still have some fingerprints uh, in there from last week. Uh, you know, every, every time there's a bump and there was like a, it, it was, it was like the bumpy ride, you, you know? And it's like, who, who, who? I'm like, babe, we're, we're going to live through this one. I guarantee you. See, I'm telling the story. Of course, if it went down in the plane, it's like, there's always that guy. It's like, this will never happen to me, <laughs> you know? And then it's like, oh, <laughs> you read about it in the newspaper. But anyway, there are those times where we feel like we're going to die. Well, these guys really thought they were going to die because if you've ever been on the ocean or on a lake and in, in a storm, which I have been, uh, it, it can get pretty hairy. And there's just something about being in a plane or in a boat where you have no control that you go, man, this is it. And then I love Jesus. What's Jesus doing? You guys remember the story? He's taking a nap. Because he knew his destiny was not to die in a boat. He knew his destiny was the cross. So he wasn't all like, oh, gosh, you know, we're going to die in this boat. You know, now, of course, they might have died in the boat. <laughs> that <might've, laughs> that's what they're thinking. They're like, yeah, you may be going to the cross, but I don't know, I don't know the rest of my story. But he's taking a nap because he knows who holds his life, right? And that's the thing. With all of us, if we know who holds our life, then we can be at peace in every circumstance. Now, let's, let's, let's get to the, the talk a little bit today. Uh, Maureen brought up the, the words of peace in the Bible. Uh, the word for in the Hebrew is shalom, 
uh, and the, the, the word in, in Greek, I always like to say Irene, because we used to have this lady in our church named Irene, and I remember studying the Bible one time, and uh, the, the word for peace sounds very much like Irene, that's what, uh, and, and uh, every time I saw her, I'm like, oh, I'm at peace every time I'm hanging with Irene. Uh, so it's like Irene, but that's not how you say it in Greek, and you don't care. But it has the same connotation this morning because the peace of God is something that's deeper than the peace of the world. In fact, Jesus said, I, the peace I give you is not like the world. Now, what's the world want? Everything to be just right, right? I mean, everything, you know, wouldn't it be great if you didn't have any issues in your life, All right? No, it actually wouldn't be because, you know, what hap- you know, what would happen is we would just become super flabby and then just, I don't know what will happen. It wouldn't be good. But it's actually the stress of our life that, that causes us to have to grow, right? And so the, the, the words in the Bible, the shalom and the irene, it means that there's a completeness to it. And I, and I love the, the New Testament word. It means to join. And I want you to remember that this morning. Because the whole concept of peace, as we've seen in our sacred reading, and as we'll see later, is that when we join with God, we have peace. And when we're separated in any part, we, we don't have peace. Now, how do we lose peace, everybody? How do you guys lose peace? Tell me. When was the last time you lost peace, huh? Not trusting in God? Perfect. Doing things your own way. Well, I mean, just like get really practical here. When do you guys lose your peace? Are you in com- perfect peace right now, huh? Yeah, difficult times. You lose your peace. The news, yeah. If you look at the news, the whole world is. You know, we're gonna all be dead in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, you know, don't. Yeah, don't. Don't do it. You know, I mean, all is lost. You know, the the stock market's crashing. You know, the pandemic is is has killed everybody. Uh, you, you know the. There's global warming is going to cook us all, you know, in, in 10 years. We're, we're basically dead. Are you guys afraid yet? No, because if you take your eyes off, do you think that God's been around longer than the guys that are reporting the news? Do you think he has a bigger plan, even if, even if the sun started moving really close to us, you know? Do you think he would know about that? You know, it is not our destiny to get smoked by the sun. Something's going to happen before that, and God's going to create a new heaven and a new earth, and, it's, and Jesus is going to come back, and all kinds of crazy stuff is going to happen. So you guys can be at peace and still drive your battery-operated cars. I'm just kidding. Okay. I don't know. That's, that's for another day. Now, how do we, we lose our peace. There's a, there's a lot of ways to lose our peace. Any other ways we can lose our peace? We, already, we just talked about the news. I love that. Huh? Losing money? Oh, yeah. Don't you hate lose money? I hate that. But who's, who's in charge of taking care of you? Are you sure? That's true, too. Anything you got, he gave it. Anything you don't have, you know? You know? And I, I thought that the pandemic here, these are, this is a sidebar day. Not in the notes. I really thought the pandemic would bring people closer together. But all it did was silo everybody. It's like everybody went to their houses like, I hope I'm okay. But I was really hoping it would get to that point where we'd have to like move in with each other. And you're all like, 
I don't want to live with you, dude. But, but, you know, when times get bad, people have to break through their selfishness, right? And so uh, I always say the worst that can happen is we'll all have to move in together. And then you go, that could be really bad. And it could be, because then we'd have to actually grow and become more loving and more, you know, to trust God and pray for each other for peace and, and lack of conflict. But instead, what we did, we all went to our silos and said, I think I'm safe here. Okay, sidebar over. So there's a lot of ways of losing our peace, right? I, I was thinking, when was the, the, when was the first time peace was lost in the Bible? The fall, okay, we got it. So, so what happened after the fall, guys? Work, work with me here. Adam and Eve, what, what did they do? They hid. And what, and what did they say? We were naked, naked and ashamed and afraid. Okay, good. Okay, what's the opposite of peace? <laughs> Fear. Fear, people. What's happening is when, when we're being marketed in fear, we're going to lose our peace, right? And so anytime you find fear in your life, you can be pretty sure that it's not coming from God. Because what did God say to them? He's like, who told you to be afraid? Who told you you were naked? He's like, I don't know. It just came to me. Because it's, no, because it's, 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 it's resident within us to be afraid if we can't control our world. Now, how, how are you guys doing in controlling your world? Hmm? No, you're not doing very well. How do I know? Because it's getting hotter outside. No, just kidding. Uh, uh, you're not controlling the world. You're, and that's the point. See, before the fall, they had perfect peace. You know that. They were not afraid. They walked with God, and God was big, and he was like, hey, let's take a walk. It's in the cool of the day. But after that, they knew that they couldn't control, that God was supposed to be in control of their world. So when we lose peace, ultimately, it's because we've lost understanding that God is in control of our lives. Are you guys good? All right, number two then. So if you lose your peace, uh, this is what you can do. Uh, So how do we restore it? How do we restore peace? Well, we read about it today. You can put your, trust, put your trust in God. But one of the things that I, I've been talking about through this uh, is that it says that the fruit of the Spirit is peace. Now, again, we can't generate a lot of peace in ourselves, so we need the Holy Spirit to generate peace. Now, how do we work with the Holy Spirit to get peace? You guys ready? Huh? Yeah, walk, with, walk in the Spirit. And one of the one of the best ways is, and we talk about this word a lot. Uh, I love the word repent. You're like, what? I hate the word repent because that means I have to do. You know, it's like it's it's like how did it turn out to be a bad word? Repent means to turn around and join back to God. Are you guys okay? How many would like to repent today? Hey, let's join back to God. Yes, okay. So. This whole concept, every time we find fear in our life is an opportunity for us to repent, is to turn to God and ask him, why am I afraid? Why am I not at peace right now? So think about it. Why are you guys not at peace right now? 
okay, why am I not at peace? We're, we're worried about something. We have fear about something. And that gives us an opportunity to say, Lord, I am turning to you. Let me join you. Let me fix my eyes on you. And, and what happens? And it's just like in our worship time today. You know, whenever I worship, you know, a lot of times I'm, I'm having one of those days. I don't know about you, but I, I have those days. It, it, comes, it comes upon me. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, people are going, how are you doing? <laughs> great. And I was great, you know, even though I didn't know if any of us would be here. Like half the church moved out of the country or out of, out of, out of town, <laughs> besides, besides everybody migrating. Uh, uh, with the school, I didn't know, you know, I was like, we might not make it. I, I, I got to tell you something. I don't know if you know this or I don't think I've ever announced it before. But with the school district where we uh, lease this property, uh, I, I told they wanted the, our normal lease year to year. And I said, can't do it. And so the lady says, well, what are you comfortable with? I'm like, I don't know if we'll be here tomorrow. I don't know. I'm not very comfortable because it's kind of a big number. I won't tell you the number, but it's a big number. And uh, and, and so she, she goes, how about we go month to month? I can handle that. <laughs> I can I can make it to next month. Uh, now now why, why am I telling you this? Because normally uh, that would cause fear, right? Not knowing where you're going to be next month. Do you, can you imagine? I would have to move all these chairs and all those chairs and all the chairs that are in the back and all the tables, and I'd have to find a place where it'd be terrible. But through the whole thing, because we started the pandemic with this verse. I knew that God was going to do something. And God has more than done something. Not, not only are we on for another year with school, uh, I, I believe the future is brighter now than probably has ever been uh, for our church and our school. All right? So it's restored because we put our trust in him. All right. So... Let's get back to restoring your peace. So if you guys ever have the time where you're not at peace, all we have to do is come back to him, join with him, and repent and say, okay, why, you know, sometimes when I'm watching the news, uh, so, uh, I, I shouldn't say this, but I listen, I, I listen to some podcasts sometimes uh, with guys that, that you know, they're, they're really antsy. They're, like everything's going down, you know, food supplies, everything. You know, get, make sure you're prepared. Now, actually, that's a good thing in California because we could have an earthquake. Don't get afraid. Uh, you know, <laughs> we could have, I know, it's like, all you got to do is say anything, and people are like, oh, no, we're all going to die here. Uh, let, let me just say, okay, let me say the word earthquake. What comes to your mind? I am not prepared. It's okay. Now, you can get prepared, and that would be a good thing, but even if you're prepared... You know, what if your neighbor comes and says, I need food? What are you going to do? Well, I wasn't prepared for him. Wasn't prepared for them. Why didn't they prepare? What's wrong with these people? Would you give it up? And I always, I always, I always, huh? You would share. Until we ran out. And then we'd cry out to God and say, were there no graves in Egypt? <laughs> and then God would say, come on, you guys. There's all kinds of wildlife in your backyard. Uh, anyway, let's move forward to my last point. <laughs> I, 
I know. I've been fighting the wildlife. Okay, sidebar. I've been fighting the wildlife, and in, in my uh, I, I'm a bit of a amateur gardener, and the, the the animals get my food before I do. I mean, I've got squirrels. I've got and I've got these. I've got these rats. Now, I've had rat problems before in my life. Not here, not here. But these these rats, they're not like normal rats. These these guys are from like another country. You know, I think they've been imported to to take all my stuff. And uh, so anyway, this week I had a bonus week. Caught three of them. Three, yeah, awesome. Now I thought I'd gotten the last the last batch because less stuff was getting eaten. Anyway. Can I say this on, on I, I got them. Um, and uh, why am I telling you this? Anyway, that we're, in a, we're in this epic, epic battle <laughs> with, with uh, the wildlife. But you know what? The Lord will overabundantly produce what we need. Relax. Okay. Let me, uh, let, let me finish with this. We're going to experience times in the near future where we're going to lose our peace. I don't know how it's going to happen, but here's three things that we can do tied to three verses I want you guys to know. Philippians 4, 6 says this, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ. So, first thing, you guys lose your peace. Don't forget, just, just join back with God and say, Lord, I lost this. I lost it. And let his peace guard your heart again. All right. Colossians 3.15 says this, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. You notice in both of those verses, and be thankful. Worst case scenario, we, we have each other, right? Let the message of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. What this says to me is three things. We have each other to pray for each other. Don't, for, don't forget to reach out. You lose your peace, what can you do? Dun, da, da, da. Hello? I lost my peace. Let's pray together. Okay, we're good. Do you know that when you pray with another person, how quickly your peace is restored? You guys good? All right, so don't forget to reach out. You're freaking out. Don't freak out alone. Grab somebody. Okay, members, and says, and be thankful. One of the reasons we lose our peace is we think we don't have anything. And there's plenty there. And then last but not least, it says right there, it says, let the message of Christ dwell in us richly as we sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. I always go back. If you want the Holy Spirit to really grow you, spend more time in worship. Spend more time in worship. Spend more time in worship. We have this other thing. Did I show you this? This amazing thing? This is like the world. You can go to YouTube, type in worship, have 10,000 songs. Turn it on. Put your earpods in. Sing as if you're in the largest 
cathedral church in the world with the best worship band that you've never... Okay, that's what I do. I do it all the time. You can check my history. Okay, uh, last but not least, it says that we can be a proclaimer of peace. And I, I want to end with this. Now, Isaiah 52.7 says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of them, him who brings good news, who publishes peace and brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation and who says to Zion, your God reigns. When I was thinking about how is it the Holy Spirit re- restores peace and how he, gr- he grooms us for peace and matures us in peace, one of the best ways is for us to be proclaimers of peace. Isn't it easy when people are, are, are telling you gloom and doom for you to buy into that? It's like, that's right. We've got to all be preppers. Get your guns. You know, I'm all, I'm all like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, but I'm like, yeah, I think I, I could do that. But what the Lord has shown me is instead I need to be a person of peace that proclaims peace because the whole world is anxious right now. The whole world. And we, who stand with the gospel of peace, can restore peace by being the peace proclaimers. And so I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you. When people come with, man, it's all gloom and doom. And I I buy into this too. We stand and say, yet the Lord is going to do something great because we are the proclaimers of peace. Amen? Amen? Can we call it there? All right. Isn't that great? So I'm going to pray for you guys. This week is going to be a week of challenge for you. Oh, great. (laughs) How do I know? (laughs) Because every week should be a week of challenge. There'll be some challenges. But I know that every time I, I, you know, we, we have a chat here, and it always works with me first because I always have to look in the mirror when I'm preaching and going, oh, dude. You need to have peace. That this year, this week, when we're challenged, let's join with God. Let's repent of our fear and our anxiety and instead just say, Lord, you are my peace. Amen? All right, so let's pray. Lord, thank you that we can have joy in the midst of every challenge that we face. And Lord, none of us are looking forward to a week of challenge. And maybe it won't be this one. Maybe it'll be the next one. Maybe it'll be the next one. We don't know. But Lord, we do know that you have instructed us and you've encouraged us by your Spirit to have the fruit of peace in the midst of every challenge. And this morning, I pray that you would establish peace in our heart just as you told your disciples that that day, peace I give you. It's not the peace of the world that everything is okay, but a much deeper peace that comes from knowing me and knowing where to turn. And so, Lord, if we are challenged this week or when we are challenged this week, I pray that we would immediately look to you and put our trust in you, that you have control of every aspect of our life. Pray these things in Jesus' name.
Amen. All right. I now release you in the name of Jesus to a week of challenge. You're like, oh, Jesus, why did I come here today? Because we serve an awesome God. I, we, we didn't say that one, that one verse at the very end. Nobody, nobody highlighted it, but I'm going to read it to you. For the Lord is the eternal rock. No matter what, God doesn't move, guys. He's with us. Amen. Friends on YouTube and Zoom today, God bless you. Uh, we will see you guys later. We're going to have lunch over here, and we're going to talk about, we're going to pray with each other about anything that's unpeaceful. And uh, you have a great week. If you are challenged, remember, you can always pick up the phone, and uh, we're all ready to pray for you. So God bless you. Have a great week, and we'll see you guys later.